Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all are doing well. I am so excited to be back today with another episode for you. All right, I do want to just apologize in advance for any background noise that you may hear. Um, as my microphone, I think, is going to be picking up on some of the background noise, but I'm really hoping that it doesn't. Anyway, I am really excited to be back with another episode, but I have to admit I am a little nervous for this one because I may be getting a little controversial. And to be honest, I used to shy away from these kinds of topics because I cared so much about judgment and criticism from others who had opposing viewpoints. But as I've been going through my spiritual and healing journey, I've come to appreciate people who have opposing beliefs and viewpoints because it offers room for growth, perspective, and understanding. And now, of course, I have my values and morals that I stand strong with, and for the most part, I have pretty strong beliefs too, but what I've realized is that the world was not created for us to all think the same, act the same, okay? Because if we all thought and acted the same way and liked all of the same things, there would be no opportunity for growth and learning. And I truly believe we are here to grow and learn. And I'm a huge fan of growth mindset. If you've been following me for a while, then you know that to be true. Any opportunity to grow and expand my mind, I am all for it. And in my honest opinion, society doesn't give us much room to allow this to happen. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some of the societal norms or beliefs that society has conditioned us to believe and how you can open your mind to looking at it from a different perspective because I'm going to be talking about why I personally believe that some of the societal norms or beliefs are holding people back in big ways and they even held me back in big ways as well. Now again, this is going to get a bit opinion-y and you may not agree with my perspectives and that's totally understandable. Like I said, we aren't all meant to think the same way, but if you are willing to hear me out, then just maybe this episode will open your mind to new perspectives and possibly allow you to break through some of these conditioned beliefs as well. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. All right, so what actually sparked me to record this episode for you is a lovely Twitter combo that I had. (laughs) It's always Twitter, I swear, with the controversy, okay? But essentially, someone had tweeted that a college degree guarantees you a house and that someone with a college degree makes a quote-unquote shit ton more than someone who is just a high school graduate. And as you all know, if you've been following me for a while, that I am very passionate about this topic because I find that this is a very conditioned belief that society has pushed for years on the youth. You know, my teachers used to tell me that a degree is better than no degree, that I shouldn't go to a community college, that, you know, I'll struggle without a degree and there's just so much wasted potential if I don't go to college. And as a student, you look up to your teachers, your parents, your peers, as they are the ones that impact your core beliefs. So if you're surrounded by such strong beliefs about going to college and college being the end-all be-all, you are more likely to follow that path. 
But what they failed to mention, at least when I was in high school, is the fact that not every college degree guarantees you a job, and especially not every degree guarantees you a livable wage, especially with the insane amount of debt that we go into due to the cost. So, of course, I replied to this tweet about how you, in fact, can buy a home without a college degree because I have done it myself, and how I know people who do have college degrees that can't find a decent paying job and most definitely cannot live on their own right now, never mind buy a house. And this tweet kind of took off and it sparked some conversations and I realized just how many people out there truly believe that it's impossible to be successful without a degree. And they're unaware of all the potential there is to make money online. And now, of course, you don't have to want to make money online. You don't have to choose that path, right? Everyone has their own set path. But I think the problem that I've always had was this narrative that has been pushed upon society for so long that you're just a failure if you don't have a college degree and that you have no room to grow and expand if, you know, you don't go to college. So I had to stop myself and remind myself that this is just a reflection of their belief system and the beliefs that they had been pushed to believe throughout their life. And I will tell you, the media does a great job at trying to convince people that college is still the only way. Because maybe there are stats that say you make more with a college degree, but let's think about who is supporting these media outlets and what the narrative here is. I have been doing marketing for a while now, I guess not a while, but for a decent amount of time to recognize the schemes. Colleges are big businesses that make tons of money off of the youth who aren't even clear on which direction they want to go in their life yet. Of course, they are going to do all they can to show us that it is worth it to sometimes spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on debt to go to college. Of course, they are going to force you to pay thousands of dollars for classes that have nothing to do with the career that you are wanting to pursue. Because why wouldn't they want you to take art history when you are a finance major or biology when you are studying to be a math teacher? I mean, think about it any way they can make that extra money they're going to push. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely agree that college is necessary for those who want to be doctors or lawyers or nurses, those high paying careers. Yes, of course, that makes complete sense. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be educated and to learn. But I have heard people say that they have learned more for free online self-learning about, for example, marketing than they did with their marketing degree. There are other options is all I'm trying to say. And now, of course, this isn't true for everyone. Every person is going to have a different experience. But my point being is that there is no one set path to success. And I just wish that when I was in school, confused about which way to go, I had guidance that was more upfront and honest about college. Because no, I don't believe that a degree is better than no degree because some degrees really can become money pits. If someone pays 100,000 for this degree, I believe that they should be able to make a livable wage in today's society, but yet it's just not happening because there needs to be a huge reform in so many aspects. And I think we can all agree on that, at least, (laughs) that there needs to be change in so many areas of this country. I'm in the United States, by the way. 
Now, I'm also not saying don't go to college. If that is a goal and a dream for you, I support that 100% and I encourage it. But if I could talk to my younger self, I would have told her it's okay if you wait. You don't need to feel pressured into going to college right away. It doesn't mean that you are behind. But then again, my life probably wouldn't have unfolded the way it did. And who knows if I'd be here today talking to you about this topic. I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Every choice you make is all a part of a bigger plan. Yeah, sometimes it feels like it's the wrong choice, but I don't really believe in necessarily wrong choices. I believe in teachable moments. Every choice we make has something to teach and leads us to those teachable moments. For a while, I had the mindset of regretting the 30000 I spent on a year of college, but as I reflect back, I realized that it aligned me with my purpose. But when it comes to this conditioned belief by society that you are uneducated without a degree, that you will never make a decent pay or live a quote-unquote successful life without a degree, it's just not true. And that was a conditioned belief that I had to work through. I mean, heck, you could be without a college degree and be more qualified than someone with a degree. It's all about how you apply yourself. With the right amount of confidence, ambition, and dedication, you can wow people. And that kind of leads me to this whole narrative that you need a certain kind of job in order to be seen as someone who is respected in society. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I have heard go get a real job from people because so many are still set on this idea that making money online, writing, speaking, creating, that it's just not considered a real job. But for me, I must say that if it pays your bills, I believe that it is in fact a real job. But this goes back to this whole ego thing that I always talk about, right? People who are strongly connected to their ego tend to point fingers more and tend to judge because our ego doesn't like unfamiliarity. So it often judges what isn't familiar to it. So if you're someone who has worked your entire life at a nine to five job and you are surrounded by people who would work overtime constantly, always working, worked those, uh, you know, what's seen as a normal traditional job in society, like a nurse, a doctor, maybe a firefighter, an accountant, a lawyer, whatever it may be, that's seen as, I don't know, I guess, normal, then when you hear that someone is working full time as a content creator, your ego is like, what the hell? That's not a real job. A real job is a nine to five, a job where you are contributing to society because that's the excuse a lot of people like to use. Their ego wouldn't be used to someone being a content creator because that's new and unfamiliar. So based on their belief system, they automatically hit you with the insults, right? Because they're judging based off of ego and what's unfamiliar to them. Which is why over the years, I learned to not take things as personally as I used to because I know that we are all just out here with egos that get easily triggered and want to judge. Even me, no one is perfect and there will always be situations that make you want to judge something because we are in fact human. But self-awareness is key and I often catch myself when it happens and I try to look at the situation from a different perspective. But all of this is just to say that the whole get a real job or the whole you work at McDonald's or Walmart, you are below me attitude really irks me because it comes from a place of judgment and putting others down. 
the thing is, who knows what people's circumstances are? Who knows what people have been trying to do for themselves? Who knows what that job means to each person? And I think that it's only fair that if you work to make a living, you should be allowed a livable pay. Every job that is out there plays a huge role in society. Every job out there contributes to society in some way. Which is why I always say, don't let your job define your worth or value because society can make it feel like if you don't have some six-figure paying job or if you don't have a job right out of college, then you're some pathetic or weak person. I even had someone actually tweet that, if you can't find a job right now, then you are weak and pathetic. And I say that's a load of shit because we are all human and we are all worthy. So don't let society tell you otherwise. Don't let a job determine your worth. And the more that you build up your sense of self-worth and self-esteem, the opportunities will be attracted to you. They will line up. I always say that our external reality is a reflection of our inner world. Feel good about you and who you are right now and find that love within yourself and you will attract the right jobs. And lastly, when it comes to this whole, I don't know, career job thing and success, Keep in mind that what's successful to one person isn't necessarily the definition of success for someone else. Success is a very personal thing. So when someone tries to make you feel like you're not successful, remember that that's just based off of their belief and what they find to be successful. You don't need to listen to that, right? All right, I just wanted to say that because I think it's just important to understand that. And I want to just stick to the whole education topic for a minute because another hot take of mine is the fact that we are set up from a young age to struggle with self-worth. And this is something I would love to see a change in on a collective level. At a young age, we are truly being guided because we don't know any better. So the people we are surrounded by help us to create our belief system. And it greatly affects our self-worth unless we've been taught otherwise. Our minds at a young age are so impressionable. And we are pushed into school at, what, age five? And right away, we are graded on our abilities. You get report cards, behavior reports. I remember when I was in first grade and I misspoke to a friend at the wrong time. I had to walk up in front of the class, read the rules out loud, and then go over to the behavior chart and turn over my card from green to red because of my bad behavior. At this age, it can be a horrible feeling. You feel awful, you feel embarrassed, and right away it's chipping away at your self-esteem. And as you continue throughout school, you are getting graded on how smart you are. Sometimes you find out you had the lowest test grade in the entire class. That happened to me once, and I remember feeling so badly. Like, why couldn't I just understand the material? There was even one year I had a college professor call me out in front of the entire class and tell me that I was failing. Then as a kid, you had to take those grades home and for some kids, parents would ask about the grades and even punish for bad grades, just chipping away at that self-esteem. Or when you're sitting in class and the teacher asks a question and you don't raise your hand because you are unsure of the answer, but yet they call on you anyway. And now you feel foolish because you answered wrong. These are all things that happen growing up in school that automatically set the youth up to struggle with self-esteem and for some, you know, they could handle it really well. They brush it off, probably due to the tough love parents that they may have had. And yeah, maybe it didn't affect some kids as much as it did others. But then you have kids who actually did know all the answers, but they'd get made fun of and would get called names like teacher's pet or know-it-all. 
Truly, there was just no winning if you think about it. And then you had those kids who struggled at home because their parents never acknowledged their accomplishments or just brushed them off because they had their own problems. So they define their worth by their grades and how much they know because they were conditioned to believe their entire life that they were only worthy and acknowledgeable if they were book smart and had good grades. In my opinion, the education system lacks in many ways and there isn't much room for free thinking. We were taught for years and years and years how to be textbook smart and to believe everything for face value, to never question people of authority, which therefore for a while people of authority would get away with horrible, horrible things and mistreatment of others. The abuse of power that has gone on for far too long and a lot of it stems back to the societal wound where we were all conditioned to just respect our elders, even if they do wrong, because they are older, they are wiser, to respect our parents, even if they abuse us, to respect people of authority, even if they abuse their power. Years and years of education that conditions us to be book smart, but what about critical thinking? What about tapping into our creative talent? What about learning how powerful mindset is and how important it is to make sure we are connecting with our authenticity instead of shaming ourselves and hiding who we truly are due to fear, criticism, and judgment. I was reading the Spiritual Book Club book of the month, which is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And she talks about how she would love to see a class that's taught in school about mindset and self-love. And I could not agree more. Imagine a class where you learn about the spiritual laws of the universe or how powerful your mind can be, how to create your own belief system, a class that helps guide you towards your passions, I would have loved an astrology class in high school. Oh my god, what a game changer that would have been. But at the end of the day, I think it is so important to guide the youth towards self-love and more than just accepting things for face value and to know that it's okay to be a free thinker, to question what you've been taught because not everything is always as it seems. There are narratives at play in society. Nowadays, though, you question anything and you are seen as some extreme conspiracist, but that's a different topic for a different day. All I can say on this is that be careful what you read. Be careful of what you digest. Free thinking can be uncomfortable because often it's the free thinkers that are criticized because they go against what's considered normal. Therefore, everyone's ego is like, oh no, let's freak out because this person thinks differently. But again, It really is all about expanding the mind and listening to your intuition. If something feels off, it usually is. Seeing an education reform would be amazing. I would love to teach a mindset class or astrology class at schools. I think it is so needed, especially mindset, because during your younger years, that's when we are most impressionable and feel emotions on an intense level that often wound us and affect the rest of our lives until we recognize it and heal. So the last thing I just wanted to talk about before ending this episode is to be mindful of what you consume. Because the thing is, is that there's so much out there that is fear-based and fear can be a manipulative tactic. It's an easy way for people to control us through fear. We see it all the time. It even stems back to school when we were feared into getting good grades, feared into going to college, whatever else. Even your parents could use this, I forget what they call it, it's like authoritative parenting or something like that where they fear you into behaving a certain way. When you make people fear you or fear an outcome, you control their actions. 
So be mindful of this when it comes to the content you consume. There's a lot of fear-based content out there these days, especially with the access to social media. Every little thing that goes wrong in this world is being pushed down our throats, shoved down our throats. We see it everywhere. You can't escape it. And I'm not saying to detach from reality and ignore the issues going on in the world because they are important to pay attention to and to do what you can to make a change. But what I am saying is don't allow it to consume your mind and make you fearful of living because oftentimes that's exactly what they want. To keep us in that low vibrational energy because it's easier to control our actions when we are fearful and vibrating at a low frequency due to the fear and panic within. So be intentional and mindful with what you consume. Set social media limits and boundaries. Not only are we picking up fear-based content, but we are also oftentimes comparing ourselves to others that we see online due to social media. I think once you become aware that everything is connected and you learn to be aware of your emotions, triggers, and work on that inner healing, you stop allowing yourself to become so affected by how other people live their life and you start focusing on what you can do to improve your own life. Because as you improve your own life, you are also affecting and helping those lives around you as well. Instead of focusing on trying to control the actions of others, do what you can to control your own reactions and do your own part to be the change you wish to see in the world. Anyway, I know this episode was different and more, I guess, controversial for some, I'm sure, but I hope that it helped in some way and maybe got you to look at things from different perspectives. I always love connecting with you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with someone who may need to hear this message. Take a screenshot, tag me on social media. I am at LDuclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time. (laughs) 